Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Episode 24 of the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. This is Brownie here. Pricey's over against me. Uh, and Over against Over you? against me, like against oh, like where we're against, standing. Where, yeah. like, a, like a fight poster. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because yeah. we, we have an issue that we're going to get to. It's it's almost got violent in the in the faction offices here, and we, we need to discuss this whole situation that we are clashing over yeah. very soon involving bands. And it's not any kind of band in particular, it's a certain kind of genre, you would say, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and who boy, yeah. I think we, uh, we do, finally we found something we definitely stand on the opposite side <laughs> of the, uh, the issues of, yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's get into that in a second, but right now, Ebony's story has your heavy news for the week. Please take it away. Tell us what's making news. All right. Well, a lot of stuff has made news this week. Coheed and Cambria being the biggest news with them announcing that they're pulling out of all shows for the rest of the year, which includes Good Things Festival. Basically, their drummer, Josh Eppard, has to have heart surgery and they're not quite sure if he's going to be at full health by the end of the year. So they've cancelled shows just so they can come back bigger and better and stronger in 2020. And talking about Good Things Festival, we have a whole bunch of sideshows here. We have Simple Plan, Trivium, Real Big Fish, Ender Shikari, and also Ice Nine Kills. They're basically playing all up and down the East Coast. So if you do want to know dates, head to Destroy All Lines website. And good old faithful Crowbar has created a new touring company called Crowbar Presents. And to celebrate, they've kicked off their very first tour announcement, which is Comeback Kid. They're going to be heading back to Australia at the end of this year, start of January as well, for their 20-year anniversary tour. Huge! Go check that out. And to new music news, we have The Last Martyr back with their new song called Like a Ghost. It is full of genty goodness and they've worked with Chris from Wind Waker. They've had a few lineup changes, but they're back and they sound better than ever. And we have a new song from Anti-Flag called Hate Conquers All. It's definitely a dig at Trump and it's from their forthcoming album called 2020 Vision, which is set for release on January 17th, 2020. If you like political punk, these guys are the best. And lastly, we'll finish off with Beartooth, who have surprise released a deluxe edition of Disease. It came out last Friday, and we have two new songs and two live songs from their Rock and Ring performance. And for all you vinyl collectors out there, there's a limited edition variant, which is only limited to a thousand. So get in quick. You know Brownie already has. That's the heavy news. Stay heavy. All right. Thank you, Ebony. Let's do this now. Let's get this out of the way Let's get into it. Because I can tell things are going to get heated. Yep. Bands without singers. Yep. Now, I have an appreciation for musicians. Mm-hmm. We, we know this, you know this, everyone knows this, everyone yep. has an appreciation. However, I feel that when you come across bands who don't have that element up the front of someone singing that has that emotion with the, the, the lyrics that they're singing, it takes away from the band completely and I can't fully get into it. Look, if that's what you're taking from it, I get it. But the thing is, is that you're... I, I really feel like you're missing the point of those bands entirely. So explain they, to me. They, they are absolutely making a choice to make their art and their music that way. There is no no one in that like group of bands that we're talking about, you know, that are like, oh well, couldn't find a singer. Let's not. Let's just play yeah, without a yeah, I vocalist. That. I get that. So the point is, is that they're making music and they're painting that emotion with the melodies with the riffs with the 
the light and shade of the song. Yeah, gotcha. Rather than having to explicitly say it in words. So is it essentially what they're trying to do, what Tool do best, however you take away Maynard singing, and Mm. that's essentially what they're trying to achieve? I I don't think it's quite that simple. Because when I listen to a Tool album, right, I feel the emotion and the ride, but also Mm. the lyrics play a big part and the singing through that. But then when I listen to a band that's just an instrumental band, I can't get into it fully because I can't appreciate the fact that there's no words to connect to. There's nothing to draw me in besides the background noise. Yeah, look, it's not just background noise. Like, I I think maybe you're viewing this from a, a, a perspective of Bands have to have vocals for it to make sense. It's, yeah, essentially, and, that's and, that's exactly and that's, right. Yeah, and, and, but that's not true. Because if you give me a song but and say, "Okay, this song is about tell a breakdown, me. a breakup, relationship breakdown," but, I can't get into no, it unless I thing. hear the reasoning behind it. But here's the thing: there is an infinite number of ways that both songs with lyrics and without lyrics can be interpreted. With a song without lyrics and without vocals can be whatever you want. Like, this, the artist who wrote the song doesn't even have to explain what it's about. They can, expl- they can explain their story of what they were going through when they wrote it or what their, vo- what their thought process or whatever it was when they're going through. But that is a, a picture that is painted with oral sounds, right? That is, is totally... You just close your eyes and you let it take you to where it you is that you... You go on the journey, right? That's right. But not necessarily the artist's journey. The journey on where it takes you. Now, you can't tell me, Brownie, that you haven't watched a film and take and then gone and listened to the score afterwards and and it's it, it conveys the emotion of the scene and whatever, even without the visuals. Yep, okay, look. Right? I, I, can, I can use this as an example, right? Batman, mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer, mm-hmm. amazing yep. person who creates music for movies. Yep. However, you need to have the visual there in replace of the vocals, right? So when I watch Batman and, mm-hmm. and you know, I have watch it on mute, yeah, cool, it's great. Look at the action scenes, but you can't hear anything. It's not until you turn the music on that it, it, it accentuates it the scene it. that you're, you're watching essentially, right? So my, my gripe that I've got with bands who don't have a musician, it's like you're... you're Without I'm, a vocal. Without a vocal, yeah. 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 It's, it, it's not that you're missing the best part, but you're missing an integral part. It's like going to get a succulent Chinese meal, right? <laughs> and you don't have the meat. Like, it's a great meal. Oh, hang on. But, like, but there's plenty of Chinese meals that are literally vegetarian or vegan. What the okay, fuck? You've got, you've got that. All right. So that, that's just my my opinion, my interpretation. Yeah. Probably not the best analogy. No, but, but here's but the like, thing, man. The, these are bands that are making this music with that intent. They don't... They're not making it... To, to somehow feature a vocal that they don't have. Yeah. Okay. They are making this music without vocals intentionally. So it's bands who create music for a journey for the mm, listener. Yeah. But how can you draw yourself in if you don't have something that you can listen to and go, right, that reminds what me it's of about. something there. No, that reminds you. You're, because you're essentially creating your own because journey, it's in, right? Yeah. It's okay. in, inspired by the light and shade of the track. That's why you see a lot in, in, in tracks by these sorts of bands that there's a lot of like very, very quiet parts and then there'll be explosions of sound, uh, you know, and there'll be like really, really heavy parts. And so really like a in- breakdown, it, which if you had yeah. a breakdown call before it, of someone singing something, but you no, no, you're, you're taking it. it back to a, a, a very specific context in that scene, in that heavy metalcore, hardcore scene. Like, yeah. It, it, it doesn't need to be that at all. 
but it can be as heavy and or as light and as ambient as possible like or as 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 much as you can imagine like this is the thing about it. it it actually is it opens up so much more to imagination to your own interpretation apply it to your own you know your own trauma your own enjoyment your own like ecstasy all of that like yeah okay i get what you're saying i do yeah. i really do but i feel go that and listen you have... to decoder ring there's a band from australia from they broke up more than 10 years ago now there's a band called decoder ring yep and an album called they blind the stars and the wild team it's incredible it's closer to a cinema soundtrack than anything i've ever heard and it doesn't have a cinema soundtrack. Do they have doesn't visuals? Have a, Do they have no. a, a music video? No. no. All right. Okay. Well, I'll give it a try for give you. It a, it's beautiful to listen to. And look, if you're listening to this and you either agree with me or you agree with Pricey, get in touch with us and please give me some more suggestions. It's funny we mentioned this because coming up soon, we're going to have a chat. Or you're going to have a chat to the guys from Galactic Empire who, you know. Instrumental band. That's it. But the songs that they are playing come from the movie where important scenes are happening and they draw you in. You can't tell me the Darth Maul scene. I can never remember the name of the song. Jewel of the Fates. You can't tell me that that song is great on its own without that scene happening in the background, right? You admit this to me right here, right now. It benefits from it. <laughs> so see, regardless of the fact that... It benefits that, from that, sure. That I, I, I am wrong in, in, in my statement, according to you and some people. Well, here's you the need other, that little bit of that Here's the other side there. of it. Their version of it is a very reinterpreted version, and it, it works on its own away from the film. I don't know. Look, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll, I'll go check it out because I love that song. I All loved right. that scene. but And I want to hear a metal version of yeah, it. So yeah. let's find out more about that soon. But let's end this here. I've got homework to do. Love it. We'll check in on that a little bit later on. But... <sighs> All right. So taking uh, a little bit of a sidestep from the instrumental side of things, but, but still in that sort of very uh, light and shade... And, and, you know, fragile but heavy uh, sort of world. Uh, Friday just gone, we saw another single release, the 10th single from a 12-track record from UK band Sleep Token. Now, we've talked about this band a bunch yeah. of times. We tried to figure out who the singer is. We were dead wrong. Uh, we've, we've come up with other ones since. You know what? I think we're just going to have to just love the mystery rather than yeah. try and figure out exactly who it is. Because look, I think it's that whole situation of if you unlock the truth, then you lose that Yeah, spark, the mystery, the, like. the enigma. And everyone's going to have an opinion of who they think this band is. And, and mm. the thing is, like when I first heard Sleep Token, I wrote them down as a heavy band that I probably wouldn't appreciate. Mm. But having listened to this new release, they've got the melodic, they've got the, the it's ambient. It's so fragile. Yeah. And- and it's not just the screams. There is a beautiful melodic voice with whoever this person is. Whoever vessel number one is. So yeah. the, the thing of this situation is, like, this is a band that you can listen to and appreciate the different styles. It's not, you know, for example, jumping from pop to metal. Like, it's mm. you get that. Feeling yeah, it's of not. It's not like it a poppy or a, or a baby metal. Or, yeah, you know, exactly. Like that. Yeah, it's it's, there's, it's just the overall arching theme of it is it's just very dark, and and. and in, in some moments it's very quiet and it's and it's you know there's there's a beauty to it and then all of a sudden it gets very heavy and very uh in your face aggressive. So to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so look I'm keen I'm keen to give this and sit on this album mm. a little bit longer because you know put my hand up I was wrong I wrote them off and thought they were just another death core death metal band but no like there is actually some decent yeah. talent behind them now so so the record's called sundowning 
and it's out on November 22nd. Uh, and like I said, there are two tracks still to come. So that, And each of the tracks, and I don't know if you know about this, Brownie, but each of the tracks drop at sundown. Uh. On, on, uh, at sundown, Greenwich Mean Time, which is obviously the, you know, zero... Yep, yep, yep. Uh, point in the, in, when the, in the globe. When the day yeah. starts, yeah. Yeah, so at sundown... Greenwich Mean Time, they drop their track, and that's when the album will drop on the on look, the twenty first, which is the twenty second our time. Look, I don't want to call that a gimmick, but that's a really good marketing strategy. It's amazing, that's right? Isn't there. It? They've stuck to something and they do yep. it, like so people know when to expect it, and yep. you know if something doesn't happen, then something must be up. So that kind yep. of situation, that's good. That's smart planning. And they they just they just fill people in. They just put it up and say, sundown worship. Yep, and that's that's, that's the thing, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. It's kind of like how Fever Three 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 have demonstrations. They've yes, got yes. Worship, bang yeah, on. Gotcha. That's their thing. They've got going. Bang on. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's keep an eye on Sleep Token and see what else comes from these yeah. guys. I, I personally in think. The band. I personally think this is going to be a breakout in Australia. Yeah. I, I think they're a beautiful, beautiful band, and they they. There's just something about them. All right. So so you reckon they're a breakout for this year? My mm-hmm. breakout, I reckon, for the year is Ginger. Yeah, um, Macro is just phenomenal. Yeah, and we've we've spoken a lot about Ginger in the past, but mm. this was just great. Like exceeded all expectations for what to expect from this band, and and this band, uh, uh, you know, they quote Carnival as like one of their main inspirations, which is and they're from insane. the Ukraine. Yeah, and like, look, we, we finally obviously you how know, are they even getting Carnival? They're they're um, coming down under next year for uh, an East Coast tour, so like this is our first opportunity to see yeah. them. But the, the videos we've seen or the music festivals where they've yeah. been playing, they have massive followings. Yeah, and from my experience and, of talking about them, and, and Tatiana seeing, just. Just commands the crowd. She I is love it. she's insane. I love it so much. But I feel like without the boys, she she wouldn't be able to pull yeah. forth the, the, yeah. the sound that this band has. But they're just the brutal tech- in what they do. They all work together so bloody yeah. well. The technicality that that side of the band that really does remind me of like how tight as players Carnival are. Yeah, like that's they, right. They, yeah, they, they all have that, and and they remind me of like. Uh, Tesseract as well, like yep, the, behind yep, absolutely, the, like yeah. the the band behind the voice. Yep, you know, there's obviously a different voice at the, you know, Tatiana obviously is female, but also she has a far better growl. scream and growl yeah, than either of right. those. Yeah, correct. Particular yeah, singers, yeah. Um, but then also has the most incredible, I, I dare say, almost operatic. Melodic, melodic voice, voice as well yeah. like oh my it, god it is, it is an amazing contrast to listen to this band because you get everything from metal and deathcore you get prog you get gent you get like anything you can possibly think of has been put into this album mm. and I dare say I've gone through the back catalogues and had a listen to all of their previous stuff the micro EP they put yep. out earlier this year was yep. great this is so far advanced yep. compared to what they've put out so. I think I think that from memory I think that EP was recorded uh well before they signed to whatever label, uh, is it Napalm? Napalm on? Records, yeah. Yeah, well before, and they signed them and then put that EP out. So yeah, I think yeah. I think that EP is older than we know. Okay, gotcha. And yeah, so yeah. I think the evolution of that band since from where that is to, to now, now that explains is, why yeah, it's so far rather advanced, than yeah. the eight months or whatever it is different. Yeah, I think there's maybe years. Yeah. Um, th- just I think from just in, in regards to listening to the styles, yeah, and, and yeah, the strategic playing and all that. My favorite game with Ginger is showing people who don't know anything about the band, they haven't seen anything visually, they don't know that uh, one, it's a female in the band, or two, like if there's one or two singers. Yeah, that's right. And then playing a song and going, 
tell me if there's one or two singers this in this This is band. the game you played with me, and yeah, this yeah. is how I got in the ginger because yeah. of that. And then we watched the video of them performing at the music festival, yeah. and you you have to witness it. Yeah, yeah. This is insane. She is absolutely yeah. incredible. So definitely, this I, I, I would dare say this is one of my favourite international discoveries. I'm not going to say the actual cool. one. We'll yep. discuss that at the end of year wrap-up yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. definitely one to check out. And, Love it. And I know that... Um, that not, not to take away from the Thornhill Boys, because they put out a fantastic debut album. We can't stress that enough. But like, if you've been listening to Thornhill for the past couple of days yep. and you want to have a breather, go check out Ginger. Yeah. And then get back into Thornhills, because bloody hell. Like- but let's say this, though. Last Friday, uh, even though there's been, you know, some massive release days in the last couple of months, you know, Tool, Corn, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. that come to mind... In terms of number of things that dropped last Friday, it's phenomenal. There was a lot, wasn't there? It's Bad Wolves and Thornhill and Ginger and Norma Jean and my God, just like even you know local releases like Nautical Mile, they dropped their record and the, it, it's, you know it's like. A- is this a situation, do you reckon, that people are, you know, approaching the end of the year before everyone starts winding down, that they want to get this as like the last kind of big month before we hit November? Yeah, where start I, I think we're down? gonna, I think we're gonna start seeing a, f- a few less releases in the next. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe some singles, but definitely, you know, whatever albums are left to, I think. All the albums we're going to see this year are already announced. Correct. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get a get surprise, any surprise drop on December fourteen. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, we'll, Happy we'll, to be wrong, well, but let's I'd, see. Let's see I what happens. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, look, look. If if there's bands out there who are considering that, I want to bring back. I know we're going off topic here, but I want to bring back this subject of story of the year. They put out a fantastic album. Two years ago, I think it is now. They released it in Wolves. Like the 17th of December or something exactly. or other. And like, I remember I, that. Yeah. I instinctively said, no, I'm not going to write out my, my end of year list until I hear this album. Oh, I'm wow. glad I did because it reached the top seven. It was wow. so good. But I feel like by that point, the end of the year, people... So I'm guessing if it made top up. seven, it made number seven. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise yeah. you'd say top ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, like pe- I don't know what the, the motivation is to release an album so far that late in the year. Because by that point, people are going... Depends. Are you making a Christmas record or what? You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Give me a couple of beers and we'll put something together. <laughs> but yeah, so like... I, I get what you're saying. All yeah. the albums for the year have been announced. If you are going to announce something surprising, then it, it better be surprising, yeah. essentially. Yeah, totally. Um, but we we spoke about Beef City last week. Yeah, we visited Beef City briefly. Yeah. We had uh, had a big lunch. We ate and uh, we dined heavily on all of the beef that that uh, dropped last week. But we, we weren't done. Yeah. We weren't the, done. What's the best way to work some beef down? With a good old-fashioned high tea, yeah. Yeah. And uh, didn't a whole bunch of tea drop this week out of Lamb of God camp. So as we've known for a little bit of time now, um, Lamb of God camp has sort of been, I don't want to say... They've shied away from saying anything really definite. Yeah, correct, yeah. About the departure of Chris Adler. Yeah, that's right. So they came up with a statement that said, you know, thanks for your time. I think maybe even at the time... We talked about how it was very it, quick. It, it was, yeah. There was no emotion to it. It was just yeah. thanks for your time. Wish you yeah. all the best with your future endeavors, and that was it. Yeah. That's all that got left about it. Art Cruz is taking over drums for the band. Cheers, as and it later. wasn't until this week that we finally heard from Chris, who yeah. who released a statement and said pretty much something along the lines of the fact that he didn't want to keep doing the same kind of thing over and over and over again. Right, but I mean, he had his motorcycle accident. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. that. 
And he recovered from that. That's right. He because did people, he ever rejoin the band? Well, no, because people, he never made it back. No, right? he didn't make it that far because people assumed right. that maybe that was a reason why. Yeah, because he couldn't perform like he That's used right. to. That's so, right. So, um, but as it sounds, it sounds like they were actually having uh, negative discussions back and forth about around... the style and what they want to do and that yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. Look, and we, we know that, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And Lamb of God have been doing what they've been doing for decades. I think the main... now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think the main problem here is that both sides have valid points. Yeah, correct. There's definite, yeah. There's definite pros and cons to both. Like, you know... Uh, you know, there's there's a there's an argument to be made there on the Lamb of God side of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep. Uh, and you know, but also, do you want to see Lamb of God head down a melodic direction? Is that is that, a, is that something that people want to see or hear or do or I don't know because you know you look at Suicide Silence for example yeah. and they got criticised for got their creamed, last album yeah. yeah and could you imagine Lamb of God doing a melodic album like that? No, I mean that's not the only direction they could have gone. Um, jazz, I- fluty, like core. <laughs> Well, look, I don't know what Chris Adler was uh, wanting was, and, and where was wanting out of it, and where yeah, he yeah. wanted them to go. Um, but and and then on, on to to speak for his side potentially, like you know, there is always that like if we're gonna make art, we may as well extend ourselves and journey down whatever pathway paths, yeah. pathway you know presents itself. Yep, you know, um, and I think. You know that that is a that's also a valid, uh, you know, desire to want to do. But then again, that route also gave us uh, Metallica and Lou Reed's Lulu. So <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Okay, look, there's this creative expression. There's wanting to try new things, and then there's like sticking to what you know. And look, I'm not saying that that's all Lamb of God. No, I just know that there's something behind them that we could probably see them do. Yeah, you know, Dr. Randy Blythe doesn't have his doctorate because he's not a smart man. That's so, right. That's you know, exactly right. Incorporate something into the band that makes people go, "Wow, I'm frothing Lamb of God more than I ever have." Yeah. Let's put it this way, right? Going on the cons of both sides. Yes. Right? The cons of it is, you know, freedom to art, artistic expression taken too far, you end up with Lulu. Yep. Right. Cons of sticking to what you know. If you take yeah, it to the logically logical extreme, extreme, you end up with ACDC, where you got yeah, seventeen. You know what I mean? Like we yeah, got seventeen records of yeah, the copy same paste, thing. Copy paste. Yeah. yeah. And so, then you, you fall into the same I category think, of like, you know, Parkway Driver criticised for releasing the same metalcore album after another, after another. They and then change, they change it up, up and then people are like, Still oh, it's too far. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't please everyone. That's so right. That's, that's the thing. Like, I, we won't be able to pass judgment until we hear what Lamb of God have been working mm. on. And then we follow what Chris Adler does left, next and what yeah. he wanted to do. And like, I don't want to put them both next to each other and say who wins this kind of situation. But I feel we're in this position now. Especially on history. On history, right? When drummers have left bands, let's let's do this, Brownie. Okay. So you get uh, David Silveria leaving Corn. Oh yeah. Ooh. And Ooh. I can't remember what the name of that band was that he joined post. I oh, Quartet. Yep, yep, yep. Terrible. Yep. Now he's joined a band called Bias. Uh. Also terrible. Yeah. Okay. Right. right yeah. So, but is that him trying history? to do something that's not related and can bring back to corn? Which is, I you know, don't know. Honestly, ourselves in the cri- all I know is it's going to be an awkward family dinner yeah. with uh, Chris and his brother, who's you know obviously still in the band. Oh and, God, you yeah. Know, what are you but guys then, up to? Or we're doing this? Oh yeah. But then you know you also look at uh, the bands that uh, 
Joey Jordison. Then you go and look at Joey Jordison, you look at Vimic and Sinsanum or whatever the Yeah, look Can you name any song by either of those I, I bands? I can't, like, I can't, I yeah. really can't. So look it's like it doesn't like uh, on history that doesn't look great for Chris Adler. That, you that's know? Like, right. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Whatever comes very, next, you sort of like. Mm. You have a very, a very valid point you've yeah. got there. So let's, let's let's. I hope it goes better for him. Best of luck. Sorry to <laughs> sorry to the fans of those four bands that I named. Yeah, that's you know. I don't, I don't even know if I got Sinsanum since whatever that Sinsanum, one's called. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, you you got it right. Sorry to the nice. fans of those four bands, all yeah. four of them. Yeah. Um, but. Coming up very soon, we've oh, spoken I'm, about... I'm going to get smashed for that, but we've, anyway. We've spoken about this in the past, your, your Venn diagram, is that what you call it? Yeah, Venn diagram. Yep. I'm dead centre in the middle of this one. Correct. You've got Star Wars, you've got Metal, and then in the middle is a picture of Pricey, and this week you got to live out your dreams. I did! And have a chat to Galactic Empire. I did, I got to chat with Chris Kelly, who is Dark Vader of the band. <laughs> I and, love that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, man, we, we got to... T- and you know what? He hadn't seen... The trailer for Rise of Skywalker yet. Oh, so you broke that to him? I did. Oh, I cannot wait to fanboy over this interview right now. Let's check it out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. We're in the middle of my Venn diagram, Star Wars and Metal. And I'm here chatting with the awesome and intimidating Dark Vader from Galactic Empire, otherwise known as Chris Kelly. How are you, sir? Doing all right, man. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, that's what I do. So, <laughs> mate, you're, you're on your way out to Australia. Uh, is this your first time bringing the Star Wars and metal to Australia as part of Galactic Empire? Yes, yes. It is the first time for Galactic Empire and for me personally. I've never been down there, so I'm very excited. Oh, amazing, amazing. And, it, and as, as part of your tour, you're doing some stop-ins at uh, Supernova conventions. Is that something that you do elsewhere in the world as well or is that your this is going to be your first experience of dropping into fan conventions as well no we have um we have done conventions before um, not a whole lot of them but um mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll, we'll either do something at the convention or something you know sort of branching off or in conjunction with the uh with the convention so like for san diego comic-con we weren't at comic-con but we did a show nearby that was advertised right. to Comic-Con, you know? So we'll do a lot of stuff like that, um, you know, as long as things things line up. But, but I mean, really, we'll just play anywhere that's <laughs> willing to pay us to play, you know? So, yeah, of um, course, of course. And, and obviously, the, uh, the conventions is, is a, a pretty easy hit for us just with the subject matter, so good time. Of course. And being that those conventions are chock full of fans of all all sorts of, uh, you know, science fiction and comic and, and film uh, fans of all types. Uh, you know, it, 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 I'm sure it's safe to say that, you know, you don't start a, a Star Wars-themed metal band without being a fan yourself. It, right. I'd be right there, right? Okay. And so, yes, that was... <laughs> so I, I would imagine that you get asked a lot this, but the... Uh, the entry point question for both Star Wars and metal, I feel that's that's a very common question. What was your entry point for both? You so, know, what was the first uh, encounter with both? Sure. So Star Wars very much came first. Um, I, I my earliest memory of it, I think I was at my my aunt's house, and uh, for maybe a holiday or 
something. I don't know why I was there, but I was very, very young, uh, like, you know, pre, pre 10 years old. Uh, and, uh, um, he, my uncle was like a, super nerd so you know it's one of those guys that could play chess without a board you know so yeah um, so and he was really into like science fiction he was always he's always wearing like buffy the vampire slayer shirts and um he had uh and he had i think he had a new hope it was either a new hope or empire strikes back uh playing on on his tv and that was my yep. that was my first exposure to it um, and all I remember was because I was a real big Batman fan when I was a kid. And so when I saw yeah. Darth Vader, there was another guy dressed in all black with a cool. big long cape. And I was like, I'm yeah. into it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that, amazing. That's what, that's what hooked me. I, I saw, and, and this will lead into uh, what I want to talk about in the next couple of minutes uh, about the, the new trailer and all of that sort of stuff. But I saw someone criticize uh the the line in the new trailer where three PO says, you know, I'm taking one last look at my friends and someone was like, Oh, he barely even knows any of them. They're barely even friends. You know, the only one there that's you know could talk is, is Chewbacca. He's known if and it's like man, if you were a fan you'd know that there's a big couple of year gap in between The Last Jedi and this one. That he has plenty of yeah. time to have made friends with these people. Can you just shut the fuck up? Well yeah, and also like that pretty like three PO specifically is designed to be friendly with people. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's literally the whole purpose for his existence is to be nice to people, which usually results in making friends. So like anyone who gets and also like I don't know, man, if you're gonna get mad about something that a robot says, like <laughs> what yeah. why are why are you why are you even fucking watching? <laughs> like, yeah. like that's not at all part of the storyline. It's not important. No. Exactly, exactly. So, what were your thoughts on this new trailer? It, it's a. It, there's a lot to take in. There's a lot of new footage. There. In fact, I think it's pretty well all new footage. Uh, you know, it just dropped this week. How does that make you excited about the new film? Dude, I'm going to be honest. I think I've seen it. I might not have, though. I don't know. Okay. Because, okay. because there's... There's so many. There's there's so many like trailers like where they're like oh, there's a yeah, trailer yeah. and it might not it might not actually be you know so I don't know if I've seen the official one. Um, I was I was away for for a while and I, I just right. got home. I'm only home for ten days before I go back on this tour. And while I was away, we bought a new house. I've been moving into that, like painting and doing it this whole week. So oh, I haven't. Cool. I, yeah, so if I have seen the trailer, I don't remember it. That being said, <laughs> that being said, I am excited for the new movie. I just yeah, don't have any memory of what the new footage is. <laughs> so I well, apologize. Go. Go I watch it after, it, man. after you finish yeah. on these calls, go and go and watch go and watch that and get yourself all excited for the new film because it is it's very very dense. Uh, okay. Now, here's a question for you, and, you know, if, if for legal reasons you can't necessarily answer it, uh, you know, let me know. But at, at, in the, the early videos that you make, you are in, you know, official cosplay, you know, Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, Boba Fett, you know, Imperial Guard uh, costumes and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, and, and then you, you shifted towards, I mean, they still very much look like the characters that, you know, you were initially cosplaying at, but there was a there was a change in the costumes. You know, was that due yeah. to some sort of copyright claim? Uh, no. Well, it, it was to it was to 
one. Basically, we didn't get right, yeah, yeah. any sort of any sort of uh, you know legislation or not legislation. Uh, uh, we didn't get a season dismissed or anything. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and. Uh, but we still do. We still wear the movie accurate costumes for music videos because we don't collect uh, any revenue from those. Um, so you know, and that's you know, that people aren't going to watch if it's not the real characters. So we just do it. Um, but because we get paid to play shows, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, okay. we, we haven't we haven't even gotten so much as a fuck off from Disney. You know, so like like we tried, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we tried to be yeah. like, hey, like we'll pay you for the licensing and the whole thing, but like just get just radio silence as we pretty much expected. So um yep. you know, better like, better to err on the side of cause uh, on the side of caution, you know. Yeah. No, totally. Thank you so much for your time. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Appreciate it. Bye. All right. All right. That's actually legitimately sold me. I will come with you. I will get dressed up. Yes. Like Padme or, or Ray or, or something outlandish. You drag up for we'll, it. I'll drag up for Star right. Wars, mate. Let, let's make it. Let's make I a trip it. out of it. All right. Let's all go right. check this out. Galactic Empire. Yeah. Uh, and we've never seen anything like this before. No. So it's really cool. It's gonna be a bit of fun, and there's gonna be yeah. nerds galore everywhere. So absolutely. All right, let's do that. So on the back of that, though, like let's let's get into the the. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker trailer. It dropped last week and like You million... cut off a conversation, mid conversation with me and said, Brownie F off, I need to go Star Wars is here. I'm, I'm no, sorry. No no need to apologize, man. I totally get it. Yeah. This is like the equivalent of Tom DeLong finally discovering aliens and yeah, telling the yeah, world you about would it. Absolutely so tell I, me. To I F would off. say yeah. it's time to go, Pricey. Rise of Skywalker is coming yeah. and the, let's talk. I want to talk musically about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. The, the, the trailer itself was was a spectacle. Oh, was the instrumental music in a good brownie? Shh, because it's a Star Wars theme that I've been watching <laughs> since I was five years old, all right? Or however long I was when it came out. They changed it up and it just adds a whole different feel doesn't to it. Doesn't it, it? add yeah. such an epicness to it? It adds. Not it, that it wasn't epic already, it but. It creates like this whole. It, it sounds climactic. And this yeah, is the, the real climax of how adventure it's theme, end. wasn't it? Yeah. Like, it was a, like just that shot of them riding the horses on the. On the hull of the Star Destroyer, yeah, just like a hero shot. It all was the, so good. Oh, the, the the spaceships were behind the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, oh my god. Did you? Oh, how nerdy do you just, get about this? Look, because in the background, I could see the ghost from uh, Star Wars Rebels. So that was in the background. Okay, that's, that's there a was bit... a hammerhead Corvette from Rogue One in the background. Oh, there. okay. There was uh, so everything. W- the you... shadow caster from a video game was there. Would you dare say that every bit of media that has been released is leading up to this point? Like oh my everything, god! Yeah. This is you yeah. Know, this Marvel, is it, man. This the is MCU, the MCU. This is a Star Wars. Star Wars. This is Endgame, baby. This is Endgame for sure. It's right. gonna it's gonna belt Endgame out of the and like I loved Endgame yeah but yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. talking about in box office it's yeah, gonna yeah. it's gonna belt that even. that's like, right yeah Joker even has is has just about matched Endgame at this yeah, point okay right which is yeah. nuts all right so the end of the, this year is gonna be exceptional oh especially with that so like you know I mean what was what, like was it the ships for you was it no, the, no, the no. rebel ships see, see, the resistance I, I think, ships I think we're starting to get an understanding of what we are like mm. um, I like emotive things because okay. I like feelings so when you're a big when, emo you're when big th- emo. I am a former emo kid yeah. so you know when 3PO was like I want to get a look oh, at yeah. my friends one last time oh, that got me no. like oh, someone's going to die and no, you know it's going to be the end be of the reprogrammed. world and you, you mentioned this yeah. but like you know we don't know what to expect yeah like th- th- this is the best thing about these movies is mm. you go into it and you're like 
I have no idea what's happening. Mm. I, I, you know, you, you watch the originals, not the prequels. You watch the originals, and yeah. you, you can kind of predict the way it was going to go. Obviously, without being back in the seventies, yeah, yeah. release. But this, we have no idea no. because this is new, new yeah, ground, yeah. new territory. Did you see in the trailer like the thing that Ray and Kylo? Smash! Did you see that's the Darth, that's Darth Vader's, Darth Vader's yeah, helmet? Exactly, yeah. yeah, and she's got a dagger in her hand as well. Did you see that? I, I missed that. She's okay. got a dagger as well as her lightsaber. You 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 picked up a lot oh more than I did. I've been watching all the reacts videos. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you are a react oh video. Oh my god! All right, uh, so I can guarantee that you know to wrap up the year in style, you go yeah. see Galactic Empire, you go see Star Wars, you all Star Wars out until the next thing comes along. Yeah, well, so. From here till end of the year, right? We've got good things is going to drop. Yep. And then, oh, sorry, Galactic Empire. Yep. Good things. Yep. We'll go along to Good Things Festival. Then the Star Wars. Yep. Then Unify in yep. the start of next year. Oh my God, it's just, it's just a cavalcade. This is this is a thing that is, is so difficult. Like just when you think the year's about to wrap up and you can put your feet <laughs> just up, wrap up again, just baby. Just getting started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we can't wait to see what happens moving forward. There, there is so much happening, and the best way to get about it is to just. Get amongst it as much as physically possible and embrace what's ahead. Hell yeah. Get excited. Um, buy some people, like, for Christmas, buy them, you know, their favourite vinyl of their favourite album for the year. Buy them some tickets to some buy, shows. Buy some merch. Yeah. What, you know, Support local artists. That. Why like, not? I've got to think about what to get you for Christmas. But oh, but the thing is, is like... You've got all the Beartooth variants now. Like, I can't... There's nothing left for me no, to get no, for you. No, that's right. Think deep. Think oh. very deep. That's all I can say. You're pretty easy. You like oh. Chewbacca, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Done. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for this week's podcast, episode 24, Done and Dusted, for the Handshake Media Group. Yeah, cheers as. Uh, he's Brownie, I'm Pricey, and see you later. Boy. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. 